The Strategic Living Podcast, episode number 348. Break out of the funk and level up your life. Welcome to the Strategic Living Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you achieve personal healing, discover your strategic purpose, and lead with maximum impact. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the strategic influencer in you. We're glad you've joined us. Now, here is your next level mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Living Podcast, Brian Holmes. Well, there is a very real ebb and flow to life. You are not always going to be on top of it all. In fact, I would say there's really great value to be found in those in-between times. This is true of your relationships. It's true of work and business. If you're in ministry or it's true of marriage and all of these things. That being understood, how do we navigate those seasons where we find ourselves in a bit of a funk? You know, the funky funk. That's right. I mean, I I know some of you understand what I'm talking about. What are the keys? What are the secrets to successfully getting on the other side of the darker seasons? What are the, the ways that we can assure ourselves to break free from the, the things that are sort of keeping us in this rut right now? How do we get through to the next level that's awaiting us? You know, this is something I've been pondering a great deal in my own heart and life the last few months. In fact, just the other day, I shared my own heart and kind of got transparent with my mastermind group uh, because I, I've really been in one of these sort of funky places. And I'm going to share some insights today with you that I think I've come to understand. And my hope is that these insights and these principles that I'm going to share will empower you to focus, to reset, and to level up your life, your leadership, your pursuit of what it is that God has for you in this coming season. Before I do that, however, I want to take just a minute and talk about our upcoming Create, Publish, and Profit workshop. Instead of breaking away right now to a pre-recorded commercial, I'm just going to talk to you. My passion is to see individuals just like you experience the four cornerstones we talk about often, the personal healing, discovering who you really are, really getting a handle on the unique DNA and maybe even the unique contribution that you were created to make. My desire is to come alongside of leaders and high-impact people like you to train them, to equip them, to motivate them, and to help them become fully engaged in their full capacity, and their real potential. Specifically, I kind of feel called to leaders, to influencers. And a lot of the work that we do here is designed to activate people like you to make a real difference in the world. Now, obviously, there's a number of ways that we've helped people do this over the years. 
But one of the specific things that we have found ourselves engaging in is in this area of creating and producing content, publishing and marketing books and materials, and helping individuals to leverage their passion message so that they can make maximum impact. Well, that brings me to the Create, Publish, Profit Workshop. This is the second in a series of workshops we're doing in 2018, and it's going to be held on June the 21st. That's Thursday, June 21 of 2018. It's going to be an all-day process. We're going to start at 8.30 in the morning. We're going to finish up late in the evening, maybe 5 o'clock, 5.30. It's going to be held in the mid-cities area of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, specifically in Arlington, Texas. And I, I just want you to be there. There's so many people who follow our podcast, who kind of track our writings and the things that we do that have reached out to us. In fact, just about every week, I'm asked the question, hey, what does it take to write a book? And so many of you have entertained the idea You've thought about it. It's crossed your mind. Maybe you've even shared it with somebody that you trust. You know, man, I really want to write a book about my life story. I want to, I want to talk about these things that I've learned. I want to put this package together and really help individuals in this area, whatever this area is. And for most people, the idea of writing a book is just a fleeting thought. It comes and it goes quickly because we dismiss the things that somehow we, we're predisposed to think is, is bigger than us. Publishing a book, most people think publishing a book is, you know, for those really special people, right? Well, I'm going to tell you that's dead wrong. Creating and publishing books, creating and publishing or producing audio programs or training courses, it's not as difficult as you may think. I've been doing this for a long time. In fact, uh, I've been doing all of the above for more than 25 years, and I will tell you, it's hard work, but it's not hard, okay? Uh, that's something that I, I just feel like you need to know. It's it, Yes, it, generating anything of value is hard work, but it doesn't have to be difficult. And what I want to do is, is convince you that with a little bit of coaching, with a little bit of training, you will be empowered with the knowledge, the systems, the tools, the templates, and most importantly, the confidence you need to make it happen for you. This one-day workshop is designed to provide you exactly uh, that kind of value. You're going to learn in this workshop how to leverage your concept or your idea or your message for maximum impact and effectiveness. You're going to learn my proven system, one that I have not only utilized dozens and dozens of times, but I've also had a lot of clients and friends and people that I've helped along the way in these areas to write their book, publish their book, print their book, market their book, their online courses, all these types of things. You're going to learn how to use different forms of media to extend the reach of your difference-making message, how to really cause it to ripple out further and further and further. I promise you this, if you attend this training, you're going to leave that room on June 21st with a bulletproof plan for becoming a published author or producing a a product or a service that will change lives. It will cause you to be engaged in the thing you're supposed to be doing right now. 
Now, I've shared this a couple of times. There's only 50 seats. We're keeping this small. We're keeping it intimate. We're keeping it more of a coaching workshop type environment versus a big conference. And a number of those 50 seats have already been sold. So I'm going to encourage you to go to brianholmes.com forward slash publish right now and secure your seat. If you've ever considered writing a book, creating an audio program, launching an online course, this is the opportunity for you. I promise you it's, we're going to deliver so much value, so much more than what the, the, your investment will be. And you will leave the room with the confidence you need to go out and make a difference. I'm inviting you to make a decision. Come on, get off of the fence. Step up, step out, say yes to the possibilities that exist. You, a published author, you, an expert publishing courses and content, you, the person who will make a huge difference. BrianHolmes.com forward slash publish. So what do you do when you're kind of in that in-between place? What do you do when you feel a little bit down with the blues? What do you do when you feel you're in a funk? What do you do when you sense that there's not a lot of traction, not a lot of energy, not a lot of umph? Uh, the juices aren't flowing. The the, the gears are not really turning. You sit down to do whatever it is you feel like you want to be doing, and there's just no motivation there. What, how do you get yourself out of that, and how do you get going again? Well, before I, I answer those questions, I want to review with you a concept we've talked about on our programs many times. In fact, I'm in the process right now of putting the finishing touches on a book around this topic, and I'm talking about transition. You and I will go through probably four to five major life transitions and then a number of smaller ones as well in our lifetime. And every time you go through one of these phases of life and these transitions, it's going to look like basically four phases, discontent, disconnect, the reconnaissance or rediscovery phase, and then the re-engagement or action phase. And it's always going to feel like that. It's going to be, I'm, I'm not happy with where I am. I, I, I'm not like malcontent, but I am discontent. I'm not dissatisfied, but I'm hungry for more. There's something that's pulling me. There's something that's drawing me. There's something that I feel is, is, is kind of tugging on my heart. That's discontent. That leads us to the step of making a decision to disconnect from some of the things that are keeping us sort of stuck in the old season, in the old place. And disconnect is a very painful process. And, and I, in fact, I would say of all of the, the phases of, of going through transition, disconnect can be one of the most difficult ones. The third phase in the process of transition is reconnaissance or rediscovery, where you're you're not clear for sure on what the next season looks like. You're, you don't have a total picture. You might not even have a partial picture, but you're searching and you're, you're open to options and you're 
evaluating different possibilities and your your heart and your mind and your spirits opened up to a world that maybe previously you weren't open to. It's searching, it's looking. And then of course, once you land on some part of that, then you can enter into stage four, which is re-engage. It's, it's taking action on the thing that you know you are supposed to be doing in this new place, this new season. So let me set this up for you. You're in transition. You're, you're feeling some things going on. In fact, you feel your heart being tugged in a particular direction. You know something new is there. Something fresh is available. You know there are new possibilities, but uh, you're not totally clear on what they are. You know that there are some changes that you need to make in order to move in that direction, but it seems very difficult to pull the trigger on those. It's, it's, you kind of get right up to the door of what might be possible, that new level, a new opportunity, but then you feel yourself emotionally and mentally shrinking back and retreating away from that door. Why does this happen? And I know some of you are relating to me very seriously right now because you know you, you have been sensing this for a long time and you've pressed into it to a certain point, but then, oh man, I don't, I'm not sure, so you back away. Well, here's what I've discovered. Here's some principles that I think you need to be aware of. Number one, we are creatures of comfort. I've talked uh, a number of times here on the podcast and on our Monday Mastery videos about what comfort zone really is. Just like the thermostat that regulates the room temperature and is connected to the the conditioning systems, the air conditioning or the heating systems in your in your home, if you live in a place where there's central A air and heat, there's a thermostat which is mercury driven usually. And it it you set it to a particular temperature, but the temperature in the, the house or the room is never exactly that temperature because on either side of the number you've set is something that the, the engineers have designed into that particular uh, mechanism. It's called a comfort zone. There's two degrees left, two degrees right. And, and in that place, there's, there's a movement always. We are creatures of comfort. And comfort comes in the form of familiarity, and it comes in the form of security. We want to be secure. We want to feel safe. We want to be able to look around us and, and recognize, okay, this is I'm, I'm familiar with this. This looks, these are my people. This is the kind of job I like and, and feel comfortable in. This is the these are the kind of this is the level of income I think I'm probably deserve. And here's where I, it's all of that. It's it's that level of comfort that we seek, consciously or unconsciously. The problem with being a creature of comfort is is that you cannot have what is waiting for you on the next level unless you're willing to become uncomfortable and move toward it. In other words, you have in order to possess a new thing, you have to be willing to trade in the old thing. And in trading in the old thing, you are giving up a measure of comfort. You are walking away from what is familiar. You are even, in some cases, just in raw faith, stepping out of a secure place and into an insecure place, albeit temporary. You have to trade in the old to acquire the new. This is a bit of an analogy I can bring to you, but 
you know, my, my daughter's car that she drives. I originally bought this vehicle for my wife in 2006. In fact, I bought it brand new right off the lot. I surprised my wife. She was out of town. And when she got home, it was sitting in the garage waiting for her. I know I'm a really cool husband like that. Uh, and, and that car has served us so well. It was such a wonderful vehicle for our family. And uh, when my daughter turned 16 and, and needed a car to begin driving to school and back, well, you know, the car already had tons of miles on it, tons, like north of 200,000. And But it was still a wonderful, wonderful, well-kept vehicle. And so we gave that car to our daughter. And Abigail's been driving that car now for a number of years, actually for three and a half years. And so uh, here, here she is. Uh, driving a car that now, by the way, has 300 and almost 12,000 miles on it. And it's still running. It's still, it's still serving a purpose. It gets her from home to her college, which is local, right? Not too far from us. And so I, I feel confident her driving there. But here's the deal. I'm not going to send her on a road trip in that vehicle because it has 312,000 miles on it. See, you, you have to know that the vehicle that you're in presently, it has served you super well. You can celebrate the fact that it's been, it's been better to you than you ever expected it to be, okay? You can celebrate that, but, it, but at some point, it's not going to take you to the destination that you really want to get to. Do you get what I'm saying? In other words, that car has not only been depreciating in its value over time and as it's accrued more and more mileage, but it also is no longer, it no longer has the capacity to get you where you really want to go. Now, if you're content just going back and forth to the same place you've always been, then maybe it'll serve you well. But if you're ready to, to go to new places, if you're ready to, to explore new possibilities, then most likely the vehicle that you're in now is probably not going to get you there. Here's something else you need to think about in that particular metaphor. With, with an old vehicle, at some point, it reaches what I call the law of diminishing returns, right? So, you know, here's the deal. The older a car gets, the more breakdown or wear down there is in the parts that, that ultimately are the, 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 the vehicle, right? And so you wind up having to spend money to keep the car running. In other words, to keep the thing working for you on any level, you have to keep pouring money into it. So it, it, start, it begins to cost you more than it's really worth. Let me ask you this question. Is the vehicle you're driving today, I'm not talking about the one you drive to work and back, your, your actual literal car or truck or SUV. I'm talking about metaphorically speaking here, the season you've been in, the thing you've been content to hang out with and work with all this time, is that thing costing you emotional collateral, mental energy? Is it costing you worry and concern? Or is it now to a point where it's no longer adding value to your life, but it's taking value from your life? You get what I'm saying? It's time maybe to trade that bad boy in. At some point, a decision has to be made as to whether or not I want to hang on to this old thing. Number one, we are creatures of comfort. Number two, we are creatures of habit. Now, I don't have time to really unpack this, but I think you understand what I'm trying to say here. We are all 
creatures of habit. We, we all have certain ways of doing things, and most of those things that we do out of habit, we do second nature. We do it without thinking about it. And once we're locked into, quote-unquote, our way of doing something, what happens is we tend to stop growing. We tend to stop being open to new information. We tend to stop being stretched because, you know, once you've arrived at a place where you're really comfortable and you've locked into some habits, well, I know what to expect every day. I get up, I do the same thing. It's, it's familiar to me and I'm locked in and it's, it's, it's not going to stretch me at all. So what happens is I become complacent. My life becomes very stale and static. I have a very, uh, what's the word? I have a very uh, kind of menial sort of life because I'm no longer growing. By the way, remember, remember, living things grow, growing things change. The things you experience again and again and again and just repeat them every day, they become deep, deep, deeply anchored habits. And I'm going to tell you something. Even though in some respects uh, that makes life sort of predictable and maybe easy on some levels, I will suggest to you that it really makes life very, very hard. It's easy because we have it figured out. We quote-unquote know what to expect. It's hard because emotionally, spiritually, mentally, it's draining us because there is something greater that's inviting us and pulling us, but we're working really hard internally to keep the status quo. When we entertain the idea of what could be, or if we begin to even think about or fantasize about the possibilities that might exist, of necessity, we enter into an arena that I call the unknown. That's right. It's that blank piece of paper (laughs) at the end of one chapter, and you're like, oops, that kind of left me hanging there. We don't have a full picture. We don't have details. We don't have answers. In some cases, we don't have a clue. We don't even know for certain what the destination is. We are literally staring into a world of possibilities, but what we're really looking at is just this blank piece of paper. Creatures of habit. Number three, our beliefs and our mindsets govern the outcomes in our lives. Now, you've heard me talk about this so many times, but I want you to think about this. We're creatures of comfort. And by the way, we develop deeply seated beliefs around our comfort zone. We are creatures of habit. And so we, we're locked into doing things a certain way all the time. It's become utterly familiar. It's become completely and totally comfortable. It's become locked in so much that we can do it without even thinking about it. And around all of those things, we develop beliefs. This is how it is. This is how it's supposed to be. This is the kind of money that I, apparently that's the, it's the cap on what I can do and what I can generate, what I can make. Uh, you know, I could never be an author. I could never be a speaker. I could never uh, start that company. I could never start that foundation. I could never touch that people group. And because we have become so deeply embedded and so invested in our, our sense of what is normal that our beliefs have been drawn down to limiting beliefs and those limiting beliefs govern the outcomes. And, and quite frankly, we wind up developing really negative or pessimistic mindsets concerning possibility. 
Well, here's what I know about negative mindsets. Negative mindsets cause you to doubt. I promise you, you cannot have a negative mindset about possibilities without doubting. In other words, you're presented with an opportunity, but doubt immediately enters in because of your belief system. Doubt, by the way, creates hesitation. I promise you, if there's any doubt in your mind about what is possible and what is real and what is truth, you will hesitate. You will be paralyzed. You will stand still. You won't step into the thing that's inviting you in. Hesitation, by the way, always leads to failure. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to try and fail. It just means you're going to fail because you never tried. You never stepped into it, and therefore, you f- the opportunity failed you. Mindsets create your expectations. Your expectations become self-fulfilling prophecy, and you know this. What you expect, what your mind conceives and believes it can achieve, right? Well, that's a positive statement, but let's flip it on the other side. If your mind believes something, if it conceives something, you're going to get what you conceive and believe. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Your beliefs, your mindsets lock you into your present realm. And man, you just never can quite get into that new level, that new result, that new achievement, that new level of of accomplishment and impact. All of this, comfort, being a creature of comfort, a creature of habit, and having limiting beliefs, which, by the way, we all have them. These in-between seasons of life where we get caught up in the minutia of all of that stuff, it, it causes us to slip into these funky places. And that, that funky place creates a real conundrum for us. Why? Well, here it is. We're discontent with where we are. We absolutely sense and recognize that there is something special waiting for us just ahead. We can feel it. We can't necessarily clearly articulate what it is, but we know in our, in our hearts there's something that's there, and I, it's for me. We don't know what it looks like. We, don't, we can't smell it, taste it, describe it, but we, we know it's there. The only way you can ever realize that new place, that new thing that's waiting for you, is to step into the unknown. You have to blindly, unconsciously, by faith, step into what you can't see. And the only way to do that is to have a willingness to leave the security and the familiarity of what you've always known. It's hard. It's hard. But can I suggest to you that staying in the funky place leads to depression and disillusionment and and utter burnout and and disappointment and discouragement. And and, and the, the price of staying in the funky place is greater than the price and the hard work that comes with leaving security and stepping into the possibilities. You know, you've heard me talk about this if you've listened to our podcast very long, but six years ago now, I I stepped into the unknown. 
I was away on a kind of a retreat and and I sensed this kind of invitation. I, I sensed that there was something more. I sensed that there was something much bigger, much more profound. And it was a new place for me, a place I'd never been before, never seen before. I, I had no reference point, but I, I could feel it pulling on me. And somehow, some way, through a process of kind of grappling with some things in my own mind and in my own heart, I came to a place where I could say with absolute conviction and totality, yes. I, I, I made a statement that wasn't just a head statement. It was a heart statement. I said, yes. And I was saying yes to something that I couldn't see or describe or articulate. I was saying yes to a blank page. Can I tell you, it takes faith <laughs> to step into something that you, that's not tangible. And really all faith is, is your ability to believe. I don't have this in my notes here, but I, I, I just want to share this. Many of you have heard this before. But faith, by definition, biblically speaking, is substantive. It's the substance of things that we hope for, and it's the evidence of things we can't see. Get that. Just think about that. First of all, we're talking about ethereal stuff that's blind faith, right? But yet, in the spirit world, faith is substance, and it is evidence. (laughs) That's so powerful to me. Stepping into unfamiliar territory is going to require you to throw off your incessant need for security, for control, and having all the answers. I want to say that again. Stepping into the new thing, into unfamiliar territory, is going to require you to throw off your incessant need for security, for control, and for having all the answers. What I'm calling leveling up your life to a new and a higher reality is going to require you to exercise real faith, real trust, and to relinquish control. To have, my friends, just hear this, for you and I to have what's on the next level, we have to let go of what we've come to depend on our blankie. It might be a job. It might be a relationship. It might be a church. It might be a particular mentor. We may have to let go of something that's been meaningful to us. Remember my car analogy. Doesn't mean it hasn't been of great value. It doesn't mean it hasn't served you so well. It just means what brought you here is not going to get you there. So many of you, I know this, I just know. So many of you are in that place right now. You're in a funky place. You're in a dry place. You're in a, and this in-between place. You're much closer to the threshold of the new thing than you realize. It's amazing. It's rewarding. It's going to be powerful. It's going to light you up like a Christmas tree in December. But here's what I'm going to tell you. 
in order to step into that, you've got to make a decision. You have to choose. You cannot have it both ways. One of my favorite passages of Scripture is one that is often misquoted. You all, if, you're, if you've been around uh, Christians or, or a church or any type of Bible-believing people for very long, you've heard someone say, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. That is a mistaken quote. It is not the complete context of what's being communicated. What it says is that a person must move in faith without doubting because the person who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. You just get blown all over the place because you can't make a commitment. You can't step into something blindly with faith. For that, this is the key right here. That person should not expect that he will receive anything from God. What? God's not going to just unload blessing and favor and grace on my life. If you are double-minded, no, because it says that person should not expect to receive anything from God being a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. Here's the deal. You're either all in or you're not. You're either 100% yes or you're not. You cannot have it both ways. You can't have one foot in the door, one foot out of the door. You cannot have the grace of God come alongside of you to multiply and to accelerate the things you're engaging in if you haven't made up your mind. My challenge for you today is very simple. Let your yes be yes. Go all in. That new place, that new level, that new thing is waiting on you right now. And you can have it. You can live it. You can experience everything that's waiting for you on that level. We're creatures of comfort. We're creatures of habit. We have beliefs that have to be challenged and broken up and uprooted and replaced so that we can get beyond doubt, beyond hesitation, and begin to set our minds towards what is possible. You can make a difference. You are a leader. You are an influencer. You have what it takes to make a difference in your world. I want to invite you to be a part of this very special workshop on June 21st, 2018 in the DFW area. We're going to be talking about create, publish, and profit. I want to teach you how to take your ideas, your passions, your message, the expertise, the wisdom, and the, the talent you have and translate that into published works, whether it be written works, which is a published book, or maybe even uh, an online course or an audio program, whatever the case may be, we're going to give you a step-by-step process where you can take what you have, what you know, and get it to masses of people through mediums that will be effective. Specifically, I'm going to spend a lot of time that day talking about the book publishing process. Nothing gives you greater authority in the marketplace than to be a published author, and I want to see you do that. I believe you have something to say. And so June 21st, 2018, in Arlington, Texas, I want to see you in the room. I have 50 seats available at the time of this recording. 
and we're gonna cap it at 50, so you need to hurry up, jump online, register today, and be a part of this incredible event. If you've ever had a desire to publish a book, to create product, to get your message out to the masses of people, this is your opportunity. Go to brianholmes.com forward slash publish today. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Strategic Living Podcast. We trust this program has been a valuable resource and has challenged you to take your life and leadership to the next level. We invite you to join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com. As always, if this podcast and our other resources have benefited you, be sure to share them and pass it on. Until next time, may God bless you immensely. And remember, you are created for greatness.